listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 162 for October 5th. 2017. This week we talk about mattress industry conspiracies, Mario being a murderer, empathy gaps, sloppy roommates, and Stardew Valley for Switch. So stick around for the show. show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One, two, three, clap. Unspeakable things are happening on the Woo! podcast. You can leave that part in. They uh, need to know what happens behind the scenes. I don't think they do. I don't think. I'm mean, okay. just assume. You can just take ass- it out. Mm. Hello, things everybody. Are, things are brewing. Hi, everybody. Things are brewing. That's an understatement. I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. Uh, I guess. And an incredible week. Sure. Mm. Only Thursday. Oh, it'll be Thursday when this comes out. Well, I hope nothing horrible happens by Thursday because a bunch of horrible shit has already happened. Well, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing, you know what? I'm doing pretty good. I'm I'm doing all right. I'm in a warm place. I visited my folks. Everything's going pretty well. I I donated to a charity in Las Vegas, so I didn't feel like a complete Aww. piece of shit because my thoughts and prayers don't do shit for innocent victims. So I donated well, like a 20 to people. It's I think it's important for like the people who shit happens to to let them know that you care. That's true. Yeah, yeah very I don't. True. I know it doesn't do jack shit for like the situation, but it's mm-hmm. like, well, you sometimes all you need to know is that someone out there is like thinking about you. That's true. Um, That's but yeah, true. God, it just sucks. Like I don't know. I feel like I don't remember it used to being used to be this way, but like I feel like you wake up these days and you just like don't know right what your president's gonna say next. What horrible shit thing is going to happen in the country or mm-hmm. anywhere around the world. I mean, there's shit's been going on in the UK and in different places in Europe, all over the world, I guess. And it's just like, I don't know. It can be disheartening. It, yeah, it definitely sucks. And like, I don't want the po- like Joe and I make it a point to have the podcast not be a complete fucking downer on people. And I don't promote like people willfully being ignorant about things that are happening in the world. We just trust you guys to get that sort of like information elsewhere, because I like this is we want this to be a place where people can come to and like have a laugh on our shitty little podcast and like try you to forget about a, laugh. a little have a laugh. You y'all. I watched some show, some British show where that was like the punchline. What, you, you having a laugh? Are you having a laugh? I don't. I can't do a British accent when I say that. Why can't I do a British accent when I say that? Why can't you do, a, do a British accent, period? Hello, popping cup chips and fish. <laughs> 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 that was me having a stroke. Mm, great. By well, the way. But... That was that you having a stroke? Yes, this is me having a stroke. <laughs> trying to segue into uh, just, I want to promote again, charitynavigator.org. If you guys want to give money to people in need, also there is a GoFundMe for the Las Vegas Victims Fund. It has 4.2 million raised out of a 10 million goal. So if you have some money to spare and you want to throw it towards a good cause, I'd recommend charitynavigator.org to find a good charity of your choice or this GoFundMe. Um, you can just Google Las Vegas Victims Fund. Go fund me. There you go. I did my part. I told people oh, where to go. That reminds me. Go fund me. I think so. I'm getting this secondhand information. I was told I that, love secondhand smoke. I love it. I love it. I was told <laughs> that like 50% of all GoFundMe money raised has been for like medical bills. Uh I would believe it because or something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah, that's sad. That's fuck. I mean, it's good that, you know, at least we have a way to do that. But it's sad in the sense that our country doesn't take care of us. Yeah. Like we in in our health care because we can't afford insurance. We have to beg people online for money to care for our medical bills because I I mean, sometimes I'm like if something catastrophic happened, like there's some medication I need to stay alive. And like I Mm -hmm. would not be above asking the internet for help if i were less fortunate and i couldn't afford it at the moment or and i don't think happened. there's anything wrong with people asking for help on the internet like no, I, I think you want to keep me alive it just know? the fact that people <laughs> have to do it is the fuck oh up i know part. totally totally um so sam i know you love conspiracy theories oh honey you are speaking my language Boy, did I uncover one. I've cracked into it. This did is you, a scoop. Okay. Did you finally all, solve the John Benet Ramsey case? It was me. 
Oh, okay. Never mind. No, I don't know. I don't know. No, no, don't do this. I don't know anything about the Jean Benet Ramsey case. Actually, oh my God. So that was probably a super inappropriate thing to say. I mean, honestly, it's really it, we solved it. Joe did it. Like it's fine. No, no. We all know. I don't know anything. I remember. Was she around my age or something? I no, remember she, hearing about it on TV all the time. She was around your age in the sense that she was like a toddler when she like got murdered. Right, but like, was I a toddler? Were when she was a toddler? Uh, maybe. I think it was in like the like early to late 1800s. Okay. You, hey. you bitch. Let's see. Yeah, she was two years older than me, it looks like. Oh my God. Um, so you were like living it. You were living that time. Regardless, what is this conspiracy theory that you're going to like throw me down the rabbit hole with? So as you know, I've been sleeping on the floor because I went ahead and I sold my bed and my mattress. So... Oh my god, are you like one of those rich white people that like to pretend to be poor because they think it's fun? Yes. Have you seen those people on I'm sorry I'm interjecting, but have no. you seen those people on YouTube? Like they're 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 because they're always on YouTube. It's like I'm living in my car because it's fun, or like I'm like living on the streets because like I think it's I love minimalism. Have you seen I those do people? love minimalism? I, I don't mean, think I would like, live in my car for it though. There's a difference between minimalism and like pretending you're dirt poor and like living on the street okay. for fun. Anyway, anyway, so I've been sleeping on the floor. I saw my mattress. It's, I'm going to have to sleep on the floor for three weeks. And initially I was like, eh, eh? This, will, this might suck a little bit. I'll get an air mattress if I hate it. Mm-hmm. But like I'm on night four. This will be my fourth night. And it feels so good. Oh, my God. My back feels better. And I was like, there's got to be something to this. So because, you know, other cultures like it, um, mattresses are kind of like a Western culture thing. They totally are. Like 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 other people in other countries sleep on the floor and they have they might have a mat or you know something like a futon or something like like in japanese culture but it's like these big squishy fucking mattresses are very western yeah and so i was looking up like sleep science there's Mm. not a lot of research done on mattresses or sleeping on the floor and stuff some i've read some information that said Sleeping on a harder surface like the floor can help your back. It can help like keep your spine straight because when you're on a mattress, your body's conforming. Your body might be in a shitty position, but the mattress is conforming to your shitty position. Like it's sort of like promoting you to sleep shitty. Mm -hmm. Um, First of all, I'm not a doctor. Don't take any of this Dr. Barksong is on the case. He's going to line your spine. But most of the research done on mattresses has been funded by the mattress companies. <gasps> conspiracy. I know. Conspiracy. And I've cracked it open. I've mm-hmm. cracked this case wide open, honey. Wide open. To so, spread eagle. There are so many mattress companies in this country. Like, literally, I can walk down the street and see a mattress store. Yeah, and it's like, everywhere. Who, how is How are all these mattress stores in business? Like, there are all these new ones that open up where you order them online for our generation, you know, like Casper. And mm-hmm. I had a tuft and needle bed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, how are these staying in business? And yeah. it's like, we just, there's no studies done on these mattresses. Like, they keep telling us they come out with better and better ones. But, like, there's no scientific research there. Yeah. So, you know, that's, I'm just saying, sleep You're on just the floor. Saying. Well, also, so- it's the, so the first night I tried to pad the floor, actually, I put down a, a double layer sleeping bag. Uh, I folded over my comforter and I was like, this is okay. But then the second night I just like curled up with my comforter on the, in the corner and mm-hmm. just fell asleep. And it was amazing. So he, I guess here's my question for you. Do you have like, are you sleeping with or without a pillow? With a pillow still. Okay. Um, I think I read that like a flat pillow is recommended, just like something there. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I think I could do without it, honestly. Wow. It's just, it feels nice. And I'm not just sleeping on my back. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sleep. I sleep on my back and my side and a little bit on my stomach, too. Yeah. So and it all works. It's oh all God. worked out. I need like I I I need something in the crook of my neck. Like I'm I'm the type of person that either yeah. I, I need something because I, I sleep on my side a lot and I sleep like half on my side, half on my stomach a lot. I only really sleep on my back if like I end up that way during the night. I never fall asleep on my back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, same. But I I I need something for my neck because if it like if my neck's like crooked or whatever, I can definitely feel that in the morning. But 
I am with you on sleeping on hard surfaces. I am not very comfortable on a very soft or squishy mattress. My parents recently, I was just visiting my folks. They got in their extra bedroom, they got a new mattress and it's like really, really firm. Um, And it was recommended to my mom and my dad because they both have back problems because they're getting old, etc. And sometimes they'll like, they'll wake up one randomly one day and their back's out and it's going to be out for a couple days. And they think it's like something to do with their sleep. Whatever. So they bought this really hard mattress and um, my mom, it, basically they got it for my mom because my mom has the most back problems. My dad was very skeptical, but I slept on it the past few times that I was at my parents' house, including the last time that I was there, like just a couple days ago. And I really enjoy sleeping on hard mattresses. I feel like I sleep better on a hard mattress and I've never like at sleepovers. I have never I never did mind sleeping on the floor. Like, I was never uncomfortable. I never really thought about how firm or squishy my mattress is because all my mattresses are, like, secondhand because I'm poor and I'm a college student, whatever. But I've never felt uncomfortable sleeping on the floor. And I bet you're totally onto something with, like, sleeping on the floor or on harder surfaces, how it just, like, is fine for you. Like, it's probably better for you in a bunch of different senses. I grew up with a very firm mattress, like, my whole Mm. life. And then... Like all the different places I've moved, I've always had firm mattresses because I've been like really poor and I'll get like the like the half inch thick Ikea mattress. Oh, yeah. You, and know, you just, you just like, end up sleeping on the, the wooden slats. On the wood. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like I'm more used to it. And I think I mentioned. So my boyfriend just bought the sleep number bed. Mm, yeah. And um, according to the store, my sleep number was 35, which is. Zero is the, is the squishiest and 100 is the hardest. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're wanting me to sleep on, like, this cushion. I'm and I just, very suspicious. I know. I'm suspicious, too. So I'm going to, when I move in, I'm going to try to put it on 100. Yeah, jack it up, girl. Jack, I'm going to jack up my side of the bed. I'm going to be sleeping, like, on a rock is what I want to be sleeping on. Because like- uh, it was nice. Like, we're told that... We want our mattress, like, it needs to be as squishy as possible. We need to, like, sink into it. I don't understand that concept because I feel like then it just, like, our our skeleton just kind of is, like, forming and, and, like, it's just not straight. I don't know. As someone who isn't straight, I want my body to be at least. Sure. Um, I read also that uh, this one guy tried it for a while. And this was another benefit that I've noticed so far. One, I have more room in my apartment, actually. Uh, like, yeah, I feel cause... like if I ever live in a studio by myself again, I will probably have a couch for the daytime and then like sleep on the floor at night. Oh, that'd be nice. I've got a lot more room. And then it's like, I don't find myself, since I work at home, sometimes the temptation is real to crawl back into bed. Oh, totally. And so right now I'm like, well, like I I did take a nap on the floor today because Mm -hmm. I really needed a nap. But like I don't just like try to curl up in bed and I don't like stay up super late watching Netflix or something. It's not nearly as tempting. Yeah. Like the bed is or the floor is for sleep. Like when I'm tired, then I I get it on the floor. Oh my god. It's an interesting thing. You're changing your entire life. I mean, I've I've slept on I slept on the floor a number of times. I would go camping with my parents, like tent camping, and I'd be sleeping like there would just be a little like sleeping on the ground just with my um, sleeping bag, which doesn't right. have much. And I I never had a problem. I don't ever remember having a problem sleeping on the ground or like be, being uncomfortable or waking up with like a sore back or something weird. If anything, it was that I didn't have enough support on my neck with my giant fucking head. Um, and that's what would bother me in the morning is because I just I mean, I love sleeping on the ground, but I need a fucking pillow to rest my my head on so it doesn't feel weird but oh my well, god you you're like it. you're wake so up america hashtag wake up america as um, in go to sleep america on the, the floor go the fuck to sleep america go to sleep oh my god it was uh it's been an interesting experience like i really thought i was gonna be super uncomfortable for the next three weeks and i so, was like i like a few people i mentioned it in a video and someone was like you're, like I can't believe you're doing this. They were, they were. It seemed like they were panicking for me, and they like offered to send me an air mattress. And I was like, <laughs> No, 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 no. This is like the the shock that when you tell someone in a Western country that you're sleeping on the floor is right. something I've experienced just in the past three fucking days. Like mm-hmm. some people are like, they can't believe it, and you're like, People do that all over the world. Well, keep us posted for the next like month or whatever. 
in like I'll be shaped like a pretzel in like three weeks. Watch yeah, you're gonna me. all your bones will be broken, everything will be stiff. You'll be turned, able to move. Turned inside out. Well, I'm curious, like how, you know, if this is gonna if if it'll continue to be a good experience for you in the future. I think it will. Mm-hmm. Um I don't guess I've slept on the floor all that much. It's so weird, like visiting friends and stuff. And they're like, or when you have people visiting you and you have to like scramble to find them a surface to sleep on sometimes. Right. And because you don't want to say, oh, just sleep on the fucking floor. Right. Because it's like, like, it's like telling them to like go jump in the trash. Right. It's like telling them to fuck themselves. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know, it's insulting. Oh, just sleep on the floor. Like whatever. It's weird. It's weird. Culture. The mattress industry has brainwashed you into thinking you need a mattress. That's what I'm getting at. Okay. You heard it here first, folks. Illuminati. Illuminati. Um, Um, Speaking of people that deserve to be mattresses, I don't know where I'm going with this. Um, I I had an interesting, not really an encounter, but another realization. I talked about on on the podcast a long time ago. I went on a date with this boy um, and he was the type of person that like wouldn't like he wouldn't listen to me, he talked just about like, himself. He right? talked about himself the I entire remember. date, and it was really—it was just the most—it was the most incredible and exhausting thing I'd ever experienced in my life. Um, well, I, I experienced another one of these people again, and it's—it's—it's it's, it's like this reoccurring thing. It's this type of person who they have this like empathy gap. I don't know if it is an empathy gap or if they're just like so plugged into themselves that they don't realize that they're like not talking to a wall. They're actually talking to another human being with feelings. It actually has other things to say. Um, but it's just like I, I I have a friend of mine who encountered another friend and um, was telling me about this. And it's something that I, I told him a long time ago about this type of person. He was like, yeah, like I experienced this and it was like the most... It's a, it's a very odd experience because usually when you go over to a friend's house or whatever and you hang out with them and you're on your way home, I kind of go through the encounter in my head and I usually have these like warm feelings I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I saw this person and it was really great to hang out with them, etc. But with these types of people, these these people that like won't shut the fuck up about themselves and never like give you the time of day and are completely emotionally exhausting, I would just like go home and think about that encounter and be like, that was a thing that happened. And I feel completely nothing about it. Like, I, it just like I feel like they wasted my goddamn time for like four hours. Um, and it just like it's I'm just trying to figure out what is going on in these people's heads when they like have they don't like they don't I don't know if they don't have empathy or they're just they don't give the other person in the conversation any room to speak I I, rem- I I don't remember when we talked about this a long time ago, if you had any experiences with these types of people, but have you? Because I've forgotten if you said that you had. I have. I've gone on a few different dates where, God, they just don't shut up about themselves and mm-hmm. you can't even get a word in. And when you do, they circle it back around to them. I just think that it's um, it's interesting to listen to people and see how many sentences they start with I. Yeah. Which it's not always a bad thing. Mm-hmm. We do it in this podcast a lot. Oh, totally. And it's because this podcast is us sharing our experiences with different things. So it's very personal. Yeah, it's very to, personal. We have to start sentences with I. Mm-hmm. But I think when you're just starting to meet someone, you can tell a lot by like how much they start a sentence with I. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I Sometimes it seems like these people are, it seems like, this happens a lot with people who are ridiculously attractive. Very true. Like, or people who think they're ridiculously attractive. I guess, yeah, that that's true. But or have been treated way, like they were ridiculously attractive. Right. In some way, I feel like society has made like put these people on a pedestal in some sort of way, so mm-hmm. that they think they're super interesting. Yeah, and they're like God's gift to the conversation. Right. So I, I think g- that's a bit <sighs> of it. I guess the kind of the kind of confusing part that I'm trying to really unravel in my head is that I've gone on dates with these people of like like romantic things. And I've also been friends with these people. I can I can probably no, not well, you Uh have completely different problems that I have with you. (laughs) Not that. But I I, Uh let me just bring out the dictionary um, or the encyclopedia. I don't see this is problems with me. I don't even know my words. What I'm trying to say is that it's these I can't tell if it's an empathy gap and I it's a struggle with me because it's not like that they're assholes. It's not like that they're really mean. It's it's not something that I can concretely pinpoint. I'm even having a hard time describing it. It's just 
exhausting to be around them because it feels like that they don't give a shit about you in the moment because they're only talking about themselves. Um, Like they'll, when I'm having a conversation with someone, either it it doesn't even matter if it's a date or if it's a, like if if it's a friendship get together. Like I, I listen and I ask them questions about like, how's your week been? Like blah, blah, blah. Like they say something, then I ask them about it. It's not, I, I can't imagine thinking that I am that interesting that I would never think about asking the other person anything else in the conversation. I can't imagine having so much to say about myself to another individual that I like that they have no room to interject or talk. It's just like it's just flabbergasting to me. And I don't understand it as a person who listens a lot to people and as a person who likes to listen rather than speak a lot of the time. It's something that I really don't have a grasp on. And it's just very confusing to me how these people function in society. I'm just like, what? Like, how do you how how do people like want to hang out with you? If like, how do you have friends? So it seems like we as humans, we have a very narrow perception of the world. Like there are what, like seven billion people on this world and we get to have one of those perspectives. And like Mm -hmm. even then our brain is influenced by chemicals and like what we see. And that's about it. Yeah. And it's like I think people try. It's hard for some people to get outside of that. Mm-hmm. Like they, everything is their perspective. And so yes. it's like, I don't know, they have trouble relating to anyone else or wondering. I think it's just a lack of wondering what someone else's experience might be. Yeah. And it just makes them very shallow, I guess, mm-hmm. to talk to and stuff. Yeah. I think the older I get, I don't think I have any friends like that anymore. Mm-hmm. I think I used to have a problem sort of doing that, talking more about myself and not sort of asking how other people are doing or something. Yes. Yeah. And I made myself. I don't don't know how I I don't know how you change. Mm -hmm. I guess I just I don't know. Well, what I've what I've heard other people describe this as to to me as they describe this as part of like an only child syndrome where they kind of grew up without having to like think of other people or it was everything was kind of all about them and they really never had a need to be empathetic towards other people and so they kind of like that just grew up to be their norm they never needed to you know ask other people for help or they never you know had to i I don't i don't really know how to describe it i could say the opposite too oh okay like you have you've had to care about someone else's life so much you just want to talk about your own Oh, so you're like making up for it. You're like, yeah, you're like, finally, I get to fucking talk about myself for two Mm. hours. (laughs) Oh, my God. I I, I feel like I'm definitely kind of like that. But I do that in like therapy that I pay for. Yeah. I want to talk about myself to you because I'm paying you to listen to me. Um, I don't think I'm bad at it anymore. No, I I don't mean not. I I don't I don't think you are. But it's just like it's I I feel like this emotional, even physical exhaustion after I'm done with like a session with someone who is like this. Like I feel emotionally and physically drained. Just cut them out. I exactly like honestly like the older you get the more you're just like I don't need a whole lot of friends (laughs) yeah like these these people keep popping up but they're never like in a a long-term situation like they always fade out of my life thankfully because I I just I just don't feed the cancer or whatever it is um but I'm curious for our listeners do you know what I'm talking about I know it's really a vague thing that I'm talking about with people but have you do you have any experiences with these people in your life whether it's dates with people or friends and have you had this experience of feeling so emotionally and physically drained and like that you got literally nothing out of like the two and a half hour you know coffee friend date you had with so and so because you literally couldn't get a word in edgewise and you know way too much about them now and it feels like they don't give a shit about you because girl have i been there but not recently thankfully um it just another person was talking to me about their situation with it and i was like oh i can relate because i've had these experiences in the past regardless I wanted to bring that up again because it bothered me because wow. like, people bother me. Um, <laughs> you are just a crotchety old man. I am a crotchety you? old motherfucker. Um, but uh, I would, I don't know if this is going to be your favorite thing, but I wanted to talk about Stardew Valley coming to the switch. Oh yeah. It's not my favorite thing. Okay. Thank God. Um, I'm really excited though. It comes out the day this podcast comes out. Yeah, they're they're at, so we're doing a partnership with Stardew. No, we're not. I wish. Um, fuck, right? I, I asked them for a money. preview code. 
Uh, did they even get back to you? No, they didn't even get back to me. <laughs> they didn't even get it's, back to me. It's like you're a nobody they on YouTube. You know who I am. You know who I am. I didn't ask him for YouTube. Well, I was like, can I just stream it, maybe? <laughs> Please, anything. Please. It's not um, even that expensive, though. It's like 15 bucks or something, isn't it? Yeah, but if I don't have to pay $15, I don't want to. <laughs> I won't. If I, do, if I don't have to pay $15, I then I already bought it for not. Steam, okay? Oh, shit. That's so sucks. shoot. I don't like, I will get it for Switch because honestly, I don't play it much on Steam because it's not portable. Yeah. This is exactly the kind of game that I want to play, not at my computer. Yeah, like, like that, that's why I've I've held floor. off. I've held off on purchasing Stardew Valley. I've never played it, but it's one of those games where I know that I really am going to like it. At least I hope so. I hope my like calculations are correct that I'm going to really enjoy it. I just I haven't heard a bad thing about Stardew Valley, and I know so many people that are so fucking into it. And I was like, I really like Animal Crossing, and I like Harvest Moon. Seemed like a sort of game that I would have played back in the day if I like gotten into it. So Stardew Valley seems like right up my fucking alley and i i held back from getting it on steam because i wanted to get it on switch so i'm like really stoked that it's finally coming out it's not really like animal crossing Mm. in a in a in some ways i guess it is like you farm you can do some shit like that but um it's a lot like harvest moon but like with all the harvest moon shit all the bad parts of harvest moon removed like god bless yeah it's much better Mm-hmm. In my opinion, uh, I didn't get too far into it, though. Like, I I think some new things have been enabled since I've played it. Yeah, I don't think I put very many hours into it because I just it's not the kind of game I like playing at my computer. Like, yeah. it's it's more of like a casual, calm, like sit down and play game. And I think yeah. it'll look like it's got the graphics were meant for the switch. You know, right. it's pixel graphics. It's perfect. So it should be a good play. Yeah, I I hope so. I'm definitely getting it on Thursday when it comes out. Uh, Do you think you'll stream it? Is it like a type of streaming game that you want to do like on your Twitch? Or is it one of those like, I just want to play it alone as like a relaxing sort of game? I think I'll stream some of it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Probably like I definitely play a lot of it off stream, but... Uh, I think I will definitely I'll try to stream some of it. It's it is one of those games where it's nice because you can also like talk to the chat while you play it. Yeah, and, it's like, not like it's not grabbing all of your attention at the at the same time. Right. So you it's can, not like, like a competition like Overwatch yeah. where you have to try and mm-hmm. shit like that. So, yeah, it's nice and calm and easy to play and just kind of easy going. Mm hmm. Well, I'm excited to have both of our opinions on Stardew Valley when it comes out. It should be interesting. Yeah. Speaking I'm, of uh, I'm very curious video game news. What? Who? What? I just want to add to my narration. This is the narration. Wait, the the narrative I've created. Oh, thank you, oh. Taylor Swift, for this word. Yikes. Um, Mario. Let's talk about him. Um, he's okay. a murderer for one thing. <laughs> I a mean, savage murderer. You're not wrong. That's homicidal maniac. Sure. Has um, Bowser any killed ever killed ever killed anybody? Let me ask you that question. I don't think I've ever seen Bowser kill anyone. Have you seen Mario kill people? There are so many conspiracy theories in this episode. I can't even wrap my <laughs> hand around this right now. <laughs> Listen, First, the mattresses. I'm asking the smart questions here. Uh, okay. It, and I, I, yeah, I've I've so, seen Mario kill people. It's come to light. You played Super Mario World for the SNES. We, mm-hmm. yes, I have. Many we is an O U I, not W I, of course. We are Emily. Emily. We Hello, don't talk Wii. about the Wii. We don't talk about the Nintendo Wii on this. I love Wii this. Sports Resort. Oh my God. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, what was it? The character designer for mm-hmm. Super Mario World. Did you read this? No, no. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. So there's this big. Uh, this big argument about whether or not Mario is punching Yoshi to get him to stick <gasps> his tongue out in Super Mario World. Because, oh you know, God. he does this hand gesture. You don't see him pointing. There's no mm-hmm. finger. And people are like, is he hitting Yoshi to make him stick his tongue out? <gasps> and it turns out he is. I never even thought about this. It turns out he's beating Yoshi. Here's the, here's the actual quote from uh, Shigafumi Hino. The character uh, designer. Okay. He says, while we were developing Super Mario Maker, the subject of what Mario is doing with his arm when Yoshi sticks his tongue out in Super Mario World came up. A lot of people on the team thought that Mario is pointing ahead and saying go. But actually, I drew the artwork with the intention that Mario is hitting Yoshi on the head and he's sticking his tongue out from the surprise. Oh, my God. Animal abuse. Wake up. 
Wake up, America. Wake up, America. Make, wake up, Mushroom Kingdom. Wake up, Mushroom Kingdom. I feel like that we should jail Mario and replace him with Daisy. Oh, honey, you got me. You had me at jail. Mm-hmm. Okay. You had me. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I guess when I'm thinking about it, because like, I'm just, I'm trying to imagine the animation in my mind of him like punching Yoshi. I probably would have assumed that he was like pulling on like a like like Yoshi's rein or whatever, like a horse. Does or Yoshi something. have? I don't think Yoshi has reins in Super Mario World. Does no, he? I, I don't think Yoshi does Super either. Mario but World. but I feel I'll like look. that that's like I, that's where my brain would go to if I saw that. I definitely wouldn't have gone to Mario is um, physically abusing Yoshi and making Yoshi stick out its tongue. So Yoshi is like born with a saddle on his back. How fucking sad is that? Born into slavery. (laughs) He's awful. I don't like Yoshi either. I mean, now I have a little bit of sympathy for him after Mm -hmm. I found out Mario has been beating him for 20 years. Yeah. The the domestic abuse case that's come up in the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, I mean, it's just... I, I have another conspiracy theory. Princess Peach used to have brown hair. Um, she had brown hair in Mario Bros. 1, 2, and 3. Oh my god, you're right. Um, I think it was Daisy. <gasps> was she like... Oh my god, like, what do you think happened? Like, did they switch places? Or did they, like, fire Daisy and hire a new actress? I think... I don't have it all figured out yet. I, I can tell you have a spreadsheet about this. <laughs> I have a spreadsheet about Splatoon. <laughs> Uh, I th- I saw you tweet about that. I ignored it and kept scrolling. <laughs> I, I was like, keeping like Joe's obsessed with something again. Oh, I love it. I do enjoy it. So, mm-hmm. out of seventy-seven total matches I've played with the sloshing machine, which is my new main, mm-hmm. um, I have a sixty-four point nine percent win rate. I've won oh fifty, God. lost twenty-seven. It's 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 like the win loss rate in Splatoon. Is it supposed to like be pretty even? comparatively it to that be, but i'm still climbing like mm. i am i'm a plus right now in all of my ranks the highest you can get is s plus so i'm oh like God. two away from that two ranks away from that mm-hmm. so you're just so good uh, you know i'm just a sloshing machine main what can you say sloshing machine that sounds like my that friday my night nickname. honey my nickname in uh in uh, my early 20s yeah, Joe. It's because people would throw Joe in a washing machine. And oh, he, of course, not anything him, sexual. They they'd hear him cry in the hallway, <laughs> sloshing around. Oh my god, that, having a washing machine. You have a washing machine in your place. You do, I do. right? I, I have a god, washing. You're machine. living the dream. I am living the dream. I am. I am very thankful every day. The first place that I lived at when I lived in Boston, we didn't have a washing machine, and so we like we had a key, we had a key to our neighbor's apartment who had a washing machine in the basement, and we would use them. And it was kind of like a gray area. Like the tenants before us, like had this thing in their lease that they could use the washing machine in the other apartment buildings, like downstairs. But we we kind of, we like kind of grandfathered ourselves in. Um, so it was kind of like an iffy situation, but it was still like three like stairwells down and it was like in a fucking German sex dungeon. But in the house that I live in, I have a washing machine. It's not covered by the landlord. We have to like tend to it. If the washing machine craps out in this house, we're responsible for it. Oof. Otherwise, we can go to a laundromat. But it's been working. I repaired a couple things on it when I first moved in because I mask for mask and I've never I, I never take it for granted. Why? What's your situation with your washing machine in your place? Do you have a washing machine? Um, the washing, the laundry room's downstairs on the first floor. Oh, that's right. But it's a good one. Like, there's a whole lot of washers and a hell of a lot of dryers. There's a library in there. There's plants. God bless. It's like a fucking, like, it's nicer than, like, most of my apartments I've lived in. The laundry room is. Just crawl in the dryer. That's your new place. I should. live there. What about um, your your fella? What's the fella's situation with washers and dryers? So he has one in his apartment, but it's one of those. It's one of the ones I don't like. It's a it's one of those washer dryer combos. Oh, I hate those. I don't understand them. Like it's a washer, but it's also a dryer. It's like pick a pick a place and ch- like choose. It's like pick one. Yeah. It's like it's like you can't have bi people, you know, mm-hmm. according to Willem, probably according to uh, probably a lot of people, probably Willem. <laughs> I know. Oh, I don't. First of all, we're making a joke. We don't mean that. Obvi. Obvi. Um, speaking of, I I read all of what Willem said. I was uh, he, okay. disappointed. I mean, obviously, but I feel like I the, don't know much about Willem. That's Willem, the thing. Willem's and I don't always even know been, who Courtney Act is. Uh, Willem's always been problematic, but I feel like if people are looking for a 
like a, a moral compass in Willem. I like since any time since the beginning, since the dawn of fucking time. If you're looking for a moral compass with Willem, you're, you've been looking in the wrong place forever because well, Willem's had a Willem's been very problematic about a bunch of different things. And the fact that people are surprised about this, like I don't support any of I mean, I barely keep up with Willem. I just know that Willem's a drag queen and that she, like Willem but, does stuff with Courtney Act and shit. But it's like. <sighs> but the fact that. Okay, I don't know anything about Willem either. Mm-hmm. I used to be on a channel with the with her, but I, I don't. For, I forgot about that. I know. Holy I don't shit. even. I, we never had an inter- interaction. Mm-hmm. She probably doesn't even know I exist, etc. Yeah. But um, what surprises me is that a. I don't know when you when you think of a drag queen, you think of someone super open. Yes. Like I know it's a it's probably a misconception and it's not true. You, mm-hmm. You're not going to generalize everybody, but you think of someone who's had a lot of different experiences. Probably does drag shows, sees all kinds of different like awesome LGBTQ people, mm-hmm. and when you hear them like not understand it, it's just like blows the mind. Yeah, because you was, it's assume like, that they've like. Had to deal with lots of struggles and that they're educated on the matter. Totally. I definitely see that. And you're just like, whoa, like how? Like it just it woke me up to like, holy shit. There are people in our own community that do not understand things. Yeah, anything. Totally. I mean, it's the same thing with like with gay people thinking that bi people don't exist or people erasing bi people or there's there's, you know, it's the it's the white gay Republican that's, you know, all over the goddamn earth now because they have the privilege to be, you know, white, gay and Republican now because they aren't getting fucking shot at. Um, But yeah, no, there's there's definitely like I it's it's definitely surprising to see, especially from the drag community. But like it is fucking there. There are drag queens that are racist there are drag queens that are like sexist there are drag queens that are transphobic which is crazy to me um but like yeah i i only read a little bit of what willem had to say because i was just like i didn't want to give it i didn't want to give him the time of day honestly there was way better things that i could have done with my time than read about someone that i didn't really care about and how they're being problematic um i love reading drama i mean my google uh my Google app, for whatever reason, shows me a lot of... I don't actually follow the Drag Race Reddit, mm-hmm. but... Um, That's probably for the best. I, I haven't... I've been on it a few times, and I'm like, eh. eh. But uh, my Google app will show me, like, Reddit posts, like, the popular ones from the Drag Race Yeah, the Google your Google app reason. knows, like, what drama to rake in for you. It's like, oh, I think it Joe does. will like this. It Ooh. does. It does. What were we initially talking about? I we don't know. By... Oh, about something about someone. Oh, making... dish dryers, washer dryers. <laughs> How the fuck did we get washer, here? Washer dryer combination. Um, oh, it was it was pick one. Just how like how bi people can't pick one. Ha 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 ha. Anyway, I yeah. don't understand them. And also, there's a there's washer and dryer in the basement of his building too. So I'm probably going to use those. Yeah, I don't trust. He's got those a really nice washer dryers. Room. See, his apartment, com- it's not a, really an apartment complex, it's condos, like it's oh, okay. owned. They're all owned by people. Mm. So, um, but they still have like two washers and two dryers in the basement and like the recycling room, which I'll probably use. I just like to, when I dry my clothes, I like to put it on full blasting heat. Oh, totally. I like to fry my clothes. Yeah, same. I do that all the time and it ruins yeah. my clothes eventually, but you know what? It's faster and I don't give a shit. It's just, I like them to be like shrunk as much as they can be. Mm-hmm. I like my 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 uh, skinny jeans to be sucked back into their normal shape. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, I just need them to be fried. It makes them feel clean to me too. I feel that. But, and I also with me, I've bought like my entire wardrobes probably from H&M or like American Apparel RIP um, from a long time ago. And so like that, like if I, I just like put my clothes from H&M on full blast and they're about disintegrated by, you know, the fourth or fifth dryer. Um, but you know, that's the price I pay for, for being American. So sure. 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 Suppress you pay. Mm-hmm. Well, put me in a fucking dryer. I think it's time for our favorite things. These are a few of our favorite things. So say them. Oh, here we go. What's your favorite thing? I know it's going to be garbage. <laughs> I was telling Joe before the podcast. I was like, Joe, <laughs> do you have a favorite thing? And Joe was like, yeah. And then I just yeah. was silent. I love everything. And then Joe was like, I'm assuming you don't. And I was like, <laughs> you're absolutely right. But I do. I have one. It's pretty shitty, but I've been using it for a long time. I don't think I've talked about it. Um, 
I'm nerdy, blah, blah, blah. You know, I like computers, blah, blah, blah. Um, I have a media server that I have in my house. Um, it's basically just my roommate's gaming computer that we leave on all the time, which probably just sucking up the power like nobody's goddamn business. But there's a piece of <laughs> software on there that organizes all of my um, TV shows and movies that I get from random places that I totally pay for on the internet, right, wink, wink? Um, and it's called Plex, and it's a free software. There's a... Um, there's a element that you can pay for where you get more features but it's really nice it like it it scrubs through all of your media whether it's movies tv shows music pictures etc but it's mainly made for tv shows and movies and as long as it has like the title and the name or whatever it like grabs the uh, the the um, poster art and all of the actors and the descriptions for every tv show episode and all of the movies and it just does everything auto magically and it makes your media collection look really professional magically did you just make up that word Hashtag trademark. You sound like a fucking. You sold out, haven't you? Yeah, this this podcast is sponsored by Plex. I wish. Holy shit. Um, but yeah, it's like it's a free software. There's two components. There's a server aspect where you download onto a computer that has all of your media, and then there's like apps for Android and iOS, and you can you know Chromecast it. There's ones for there's an app for Roku and Apple TV, and then Amazon Fire Stick and whatever. Um. But yeah, if you if you have a lot of uh, TV shows and movies and shit and you want to make it look pretty and stream it to a bunch of devices, I'd recommend Plex because I've used it for like a year and a half. And I don't think I've ever talked about it, but it's like I use it. All my roommates use it like my family can stream like their movies and my mom can fucking stream Dr. Phil or whatever the fuck she's watching. Um, but yeah, that's my favorite thing. It's fucking Plex. I, I it's for, you can try it out for free. I mean, there you can use it for free forever. It just it has some limitations. Um, but yeah, I if you are interested, I, I encourage you to go to Plex.tv to check it out for yourself. If you want to get nerdy with your media media collection. So there you go. That's my favorite thing. Ta-da. Well, I watch and obtain everything legally. Yeah, you don't need it. Well, also, my boyfriend has, like, accounts for everything. That's true. Oh, my God. Ugh. Give I me know, a sugar daddy. Right? Shit. Uh, he's got, I guess he's got Amazon. I think he doesn't have Hulu, but, like, who does? Honestly, you know? who does? What's even on Hulu? Who? The, the Midwife's Hulu? Bargain Bin. What is that show called? Bargain Bin? The Midwife's tale oh you handmaid's tale handmaid's tale Mm -hmm. i I don't want to say that let me just say that i didn't watch it on hulu i have trouble watching actors who are scientologists i'm I'm not gonna lie i agree with you a hundred percent it was weird for me watching elizabeth moss being in the handmaid's tale is she a scientologist elizabeth see the thing about elizabeth moss is that she wasn't like indoctrinated into in scientology like a lot of celebrities apparently she like grew up as a scientologist Mm. like she was indoctrinated from birth rather than getting brainwashed later on from hollywood so she was just brainwashed as a baby yeah like every other christian Hey. Hey. Uh, I I don't know why. I feel like that's a personal problem of mine that I like can't I can't separate it from it. It's it's kind of like I don't want to compare it to anything else because I'll just get shit on. <laughs> anyway, moving on. What's your favorite thing, Joe? Before you get fucking shot at or something? I know. Uh, my favorite thing's my French press. <gasps> oh my god! You finally got it. I got it like the day after. I guess we recorded last week or something. Mm-hmm. And um, I love it. It's changed my life. Oh my god! It's amazing. It makes exactly one mug of coffee. You're such a you're such a French gal now. I'm such a French gal. Oh, she's a French gal. She's a French gal. No. And I put in uh, the coffee. That's not French. First I, I, of all, I mean, I could, I could, yeah, okay. <laughs> I could see um, it if I squint. I. Wake up every morning and I make a cup. It's the first thing I do. Makes the apartment smell nice. Mm -hmm. And it's really good. I'm using just like, I drink my coffee just plain black. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've been using like the Dunkin' Donuts regular ground. Yeah, and it's just really good. I want to be a basic bitch and go pick up a... A ground bag of the uh, pumpkin spice from Starbucks. I mean, do it honestly. Like I'm I not probably judge you. will. Yeah, um, but it's good. It's nice. Usually, coffee hurts me after a while. <laughs> it, like it not hurts me. 
not in like the shit zone, mm-hmm. but like in the I get too antsy. Oh, like I start yeah. getting the shakes and like my stomach feels queasy from it. Mm-hmm. But I think I've learned that that's from all the sugar and like other shit they put in it, flavorings. Because like it doesn't happen with just plain black coffee. Nice. Um, so it's nice and I feel like I'm getting the health benefits because, you know, I read all those articles about health benefits. It's supposed to be good for your liver. It's supposed to help the inflammation in your body. You read, you had hundreds of article titles. I read hundreds of article titles. It's Mm -hmm. supposed to like allegedly people who drink like X amounts of coffee a day live longer. So I'm ready. Like I'm ready for a new life, new Joe. I'm just expecting you, like, I feel like you're the type of person that would buy like a really fancy miniature French press and then you'd press fucking Folgers. Yeah, well, I'm pressing Dunkin' Donuts brand right I, now. I mean, I feel like that's a, at least a couple steps above like Folgers. Yeah. I will never get Folgers. Gas- Folgers is one of those things that I feel like has alienated millennials. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. <laughs> they have alienated yes. my generation, our generation. We it avoid just, Folgers like the fucking plague. They just didn't, they didn't, they don't communicate with me. You no. know, I just don't get it. No, I they don't. They just seem like old people. It doesn't even seem like good coffee. It, no, oh God, no. My parents, use, my parents have drank Folgers their entire life, mainly because of my mom. My mom doesn't care what coffee tastes like. Like I can tell the difference immediately. Like, if the coffee tastes like burnt ash, I know it's Folgers. But like if coffee tastes like coffee, then it's like, oh, it's like it's it's coffee. It doesn't taste like fucking awful. Uh, and my dad can tell the difference, too, but he's too lazy to get my mom to switch. But it's like it's like such an old person situation. Like if if your coffee tastes like burnt gas station coffee, but it's at home, then I know it's Folgers. And it's just like, no, like uh, we millennials have standards. That's why we don't go to Applebee's. God damn it. Why is it a big goddamn surprise? Sorry, I'm granting again. I love Applebee's. I'm just kidding. I hate it. I do love Chili's. I think the last time I went to an Applebee's, it was on a date. And but okay, but I was like in how old was I? I was like a freshman in high school. So is that does that make it any better? Probably not. I should have had standards. Mm, well, when back you're then. in high school, when you're in high school, you think like Olive Garden is fancy. Oh my so god! So many people went to like prom dinner at Olive Garden, and I was like, "Are you shitting me?" That is me? such an American thing to do. It is such as like a hillbilly, like Southern <laughs> thing to do. We're getting too. fancy. We're so getting gross. in our tux, our camo tuxedos, and going to Olive Garden. Yeah, like legit drove like an hour and a half to go to like an Olive Garden. For prom oh dinner. I was like, are you kidding? This but, is not fancy. Just because you have to put a napkin on your lap doesn't make something fancy, kids. Yeah, just, just because PS. you didn't shoot it yourself out back and bring it to the table doesn't make it fancy. Sure. But I agree with you. If we're if we're going to get on the down low, I do like some Chili's chicken tenders. Their black bean burger, I know it's straight out of the freezer. I know, I know it is. But at least but you know going good. in. Yeah, it's overpriced. I haven't been to Chili's in years. Mm-hmm. But... I would go if it weren't so fucking overpriced. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want to pay, uh, you know, $14 it's, for a black bean burger that's frozen. Yeah. I'll I go do want to pay $7, like, you know. Yeah, I would totally, like, a black bean burger costs the same as, like, a package of frozen black bean patties at, yeah, like, like Morning Star or, or something. Wherever. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, I might as well do that. Tastes uh, the same. As someone who eats meat and has never been vegetarian, I do enjoy mock meat a lot. Like, I, I enjoy um, black bean burgers. I mean, I guess it's not mock meat, but I've I've enjoyed like it is kind of it's they, you know, they flavor the, it to be like meat. Oh, OK, Um, but like the like the fake chicken and um like soy protein. Bacon. I really like I love fake vegetarian bacon. bacon a lot. Yeah, I think it tastes good. really fucking good. Um. But like, oh, God, like I haven't had like there's there's this uh, uh, vegetarian brand of fake mock meat called corn, Q-U-O-R-N. And I think it's made of of like uh, soy protein or like mushroom fungus or some crazy fucking vegetarian witchcraft. And they are so good. I get their like chicken nuggets or like chicken like nuggets. Chick-un nuggets. <gasps> Chick-un. That's what they call them. Oh, my God. I, I love them. They're so good. Ugh. I hate fucking vegetarian names for shit. <laughs> it pisses me off. It's probably one of the reasons I'm not a vegetarian anymore. It's just everything that vegetarians do pisses me off. I mean, yeah. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. Vegans even more so. They just keep it to yourself. Honey. It's like being gay. Keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself, God Keep damn it. it to yourself. Don't That's flaunt the, the it. The southerner in me. Yeah, keep your sexuality. I don't want to see it. it. I don't want to see a flag. You can, you can hold your hands at home, god damn it. Oh, man. What were we talking about? Oh, your favorite thing. Your coffee you know, press. Washers and dryers. Oh, yeah. It's a good coffee press. I got the one on Amazon that's like 20 bucks. Oh, nice. It's cute. It's it it. I've read of some of them not like pushing the grounds all the way to the bottom so the coffee could be gritty. But this one comes with like two filter thingies, mm-hmm. two metal filters you push down and it's perfect. Isn't the Coffee's trick with been smooth and great. Isn't the trick with French presses to not like push it down like really fast just to like slowly push it down? It would be hard to push it down fast. I don't really? know if I'm strong enough to. Well, yeah, maybe not. Maybe it's just me. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't push it down super slow. It takes just a few seconds. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, if I ever get, like, really into coffee, then I'll definitely be getting a little miniature French press. But if you, you if you get that pumpkins, because we're, we're all white girls here, it's fine. You can admit it. Pumpkin spice lattes are amazing. I only get a couple a year, though, because I feel like it's too sugary. And I don't drink coffee that often anyway. Well, I'm interested in what the blend is going to be, because it yeah. will still be black coffee. Yeah, It'll it's, just it's like a pumpkin spice like blend. A, right. And I'm, I'm interested to see what sorts of beans they, are, they use for that situation. Hopefully, hopefully it's refried beans. It's just pumpkins ground up. <laughs> it's pumpkin seeds. I'm going to be drinking pumpkin water. Mm, it's probably good for you. Mm, warm mm. pumpkin water. Ew, it, that's kind of what it is. Uh, before we... Uh, anyways, we should we should move on. <laughs> okay. We should, okay, we've got some questions. <laughs> we do. We have a couple questions. Good what favorite are they? things. Um, okay, so we've got a an email from our good pal, Sooth. Oh, Sooth, you annoying piece of shit. Oh, Sooth. Okay. I love you, Sooth though. says... Hey, Sam and Joe, you guys sounded really desperate for some questions, so I thought I'd alleviate your stress slightly with a fairly simple question slash request. I love to hear about some bad purchase stories. It can be anything from food to clothes or just something totally useless that you paid way too much money for. I remember Joe telling us about the cat bag that smelled like poison, and it made for a pretty funny story. Your BFF, JC, a.k.a. Sooth. I just think that your butthole smells like that cat bag. What? <laughs> My butthole smells amazing. I use wet wipes every time I poop. Is that is that eco-friendly? What do the vegans have to say about that? <laughs> I don't know. They're flushable, so maybe. Yeah, whatever. We live in America. It's Listen, fine. I don't know where all my trash goes. Sue me. Okay? <laughs> Sue me. Sue me. Sue me. <laughs> okay, Nina Bonita Brown. <laughs> um, what was the question? Oh, bad purchases. Bad purchases. I have a couple. Okay. Um, one, I think I've talked about it a long time ago in the podcast. It relates to like me being a baby gay. Um, when I was a baby gay, when I first came out in like the beginning of high school, a friend of mine was like, oh my God, let's go shopping. And turns out I didn't like shopping, um, but I thought I should like shopping because I was a baby gay. And I was like, this is what gay people do. Yeah, really fucked up, right? Anyways, she took me to Target because Target is gay Walmart. Um, yeah. It is. Um, And I ended up buying this like $50 scarf that was literally just a plain gray scarf. It probably took about $2.50 to make, like $2.50 to make. And I paid about $50 for it because I felt the internal pressure of like, oh, I'm gay. I should buy a scarf. And I didn't even like wearing scarves at the time. I was not a scarf bitch. I was not a scarf gay. Um, And... I only wore it like three times and I hated myself for it. And it was a really fucking bad purchase. Um, so don't buy a scarf unless you want to wear the scarf. And it doesn't matter what your sexual orientation is, goddammit. Um, but you should tell 15-year-old <laughs> Sam that because he really needed a fucking wake-up call before he Let me tell you, wasted 50 bucks on a fucking scarf. My sister is a scarf lesbian. Oh my god, they exist? Oh honey, they're everywhere. Scarf lesbies? Oh my god. Maybe I'm not I'm not friends with enough lesbians to like put a good You got they're the best. How many scarves well, do you think your sister has? I honey, I don't even know, but she's moving into a new apartment and I would assume she has a room just for her scarves. I mean, yeah, it sounds about right. Um, I like them though, they're cute. I don't own I own one, but it's functional and I got it for free. See, there you go. It's like for Chicago winter. <laughs> yeah. See, like when I after I grew up, like I did, I wasn't a scarf gay at the time. But then when I got into my early 20s and I was living like on the East Coast and I was like outside a lot, I grew into being a scarf gay. But by that time, that, you know, scarf was gone. Like I had lost it or left it at someone's house or something and it was gone. But I ended up buying like good scarves that were like fucking 
I don't know, $9 at H&M that I use like every day. Uh, but I felt so pressured to buy this fucking $50 scarf at Macy's or Target or wherever the fuck we were. Um, regardless, do you have any bad purchase stories? Well, the cat bag, of course. Uh, Infamous. I think I made a video about it. Yeah, it almost killed me, I think. Honestly, probably. Uh, <laughs> pretty much everything I've ever bought on eBay from China, which is <laughs> like everything I own. You want to you want to talk about a, a bad purchase? AliExpress is a bad purchase. Oh, my God. I've bought BB creams from AliExpress. I'm Wasn't pretty it sure just it's like <laughs> I think it was detergent. <laughs> And they expected you to like put it on your face. And I was like, oh, I can feel my skin peeling off of me from this baby cream. Um, So, yeah, that shit. Mm -hmm. I bought one of those sling thongs. What? One legged thongs. Uh... Okay. You put your junk in the pouch. Okay. And it goes up one leg and over your butt cheek. I know. Oh my God. You bought one of those? Yeah. I was like, this is cute. This is sexy. Let's do it. It's not cute. It's not sexy. Makes your body look weird unless you're some sort of Greek god. Yeah. It's not cute or sexy or functional. I mean, nothing nothing against you buying it. I just feel like that it does. It probably wouldn't look flattering on anyone. It looks flattering on the people in the... First of all, there are some really nice pictures on eBay if you're looking for thongs. It's the same generic white male models posed for all of these Chinese thong sites, Mm. okay? And they just rip all the pictures from each other. This is like... There's there's some good looking ones. This is like... Because I'm assuming that after Ted Cruz jacks off to pictures of women on Twitter, he goes over to eBay and jacks off to pictures of men in weird thongs from China. I'm not going to lie. I've gotten off a few times (laughs) to these these men in the thongs. Pornhub.com, Joe. There's better places. Honey, sometimes you want to see just a a man in a thong. Okay? Okay. I'm not not here to judge. I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't be... Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Um... Yeah, it doesn't look cute. It makes me look weird. It cuts off your body weird. Well, yeah, because it's like you have like lines of well, it's like, kind of like cloth. one of your legs are like is like floating beside you. <laughs> well, be, yeah, because you have like one <laughs> leg that has nothing there, and then the other leg has this like strap that your like dick is pointed towards. I like jock straps that have a little like fashion drops jock straps that have a little like a um they have like a slit in the front for like your wiener to stick out. Oh, too. okay. So, like, you can leave it on while jacking off. Okay. It's very interesting. I've gotten some from China that are really good. Nice. Yeah, really good thongs from China. Uh, well, I mean, of course, they would all fit you. They do. They do. I wonder at what point, at what weight, I'll be able to wear, like, regular American-sized men's I don't think. Small. I don't think you, I don't think your size is in American. I think your size no. is never going to be here. I I hope so. I still, I did gain those 10 pounds. That's true. That's it true. did stop after that, but I did, I did gain those 10. I mean, you just need to keep eating those. What were you eating? I don't know. You're always in, it wasn't, it's not yogurt anymore. What is it now? I thought you were like in a different phase of eating things. What do I eat now? I thought it was granola. I was eating granola for a while. Well, now it's the coffee phase mainly. Oh, okay. But the Dollar General just opened up beside me. The fam- it used to be the family dollar. Now it's the dollar's generals. Okay. What's the, I don't and, know the difference. I'm sure there's a big uh, difference. It's cleaner and nicer. Okay. Same low prices. Oh, my God. It's generally a dollar at Dollar General. So is it like updating from like a Rite Aid to a Walgreens? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Rite Aids are, every Rite Aid I've been in has been kind of trashy. Yeah, it's not like, it's not horrible, but I feel like it's no. like, oh, like this could have been better. Yeah, for sure. For it's like sure. a three out of five and a Walgreens is like a four. Yeah. 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 I like CV. Well, some CVSs are even shitty. That's true. I agree. Well, anyway. Anyway. Good question, Suv. Yeah, very good, good question. question. Don't buy that $50 scarf, goddammit. And d- don't buy those one-legged thong things from AliExpress <laughs> or eBay or whatever the fuck. Oh, uh, I still have it. Well, are you going to donate it to Goodwill or are you going to bring it with you to D.C.? <laughs> I'll use it as like a money pouch or something. I don't know yet. Maybe it's like a, a uh, an eye patch. I, I just, guess. oh my God. I just imagine you like in, in line for a concert or like a, like a benefit dinner. It's like, oh, let me get out my wallet. And it's like this old fucking like weird jock strap fucking felt thing. Listen, honey, 
I'm not in a position to spend a lot of money. I just that's had true. to rent a van. Yeah, that's true. Oh my god. I'm just <laughs> I use what I have to. If you don't bedazzle the inside of that van, it's over. I I am going to like treat the van like it's a fucking piece of glass <laughs> I'm that sure. I can't break because I have not I will have not have driven for over a year when I drive this van. Oh my god, you can do it across I the country. You. Thank you. It'll be fun. Um, okay, now we've got a text message mm. from Sasha in Washington. Oh my god. Hi, Sam and Joe. My name is Sasha from Washington State. I need some advice about my roommates. I don't know them that well because I've only been living with them for a week, but they are kind of gross. I do a lot of the chores and the recycling bin always smells. They just started washing the dishes because I always do, but they still don't use laundry detergent for the dishwasher. I assume you mean dishwashing detergent. Uh, One of them still doesn't know how to flush the toilet and I always wake up seeing pee that's been sitting there for hours. What should I do? I've been leaving notes, but it doesn't seem to help. Thanks, Sasha. Um, That's unfortunate. I didn't know. Okay. I thought this was just like, oh, like my, my roommate's leaving dishes in the sink and like they don't take out the trash, but I feel like it's a whole new level when they aren't flushing the toilet. Like who does that? So a lot of people do the, if it's yellow, let it mellow. Oh, If it's brown, flush it down. These are usually vegans. Yeah. These are usually vegans. (laughs) P.S. I don't know. I've... And that's from personal experience. I've been, I've lived around and with a few vegans and they don't always flush the toilet. I have as well. I'm spreading the, I'm spreading the misinformation mm-hmm. right here. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it's that situation. I, I want it all flushed because it really does smell. It does. It does smell. Unless you have a fan it's, going all the time. It but seems it's like, unsanitary that? to me. So if if okay if you if okay I if everything else is messy about them and they're not flushing I'm just gonna assume that it's because they're not messy I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna give them the benefit of the doubt and be like oh it's like because you're like you know bougie and vegan and you worship trees or some fucking shit like no I'm just gonna assume that it all adds up to you being a sloppy motherfucker who has like no um like you don't care about other people's space like you don't realize that you're living with other people and you don't care about that like what. Like, ugh, oh my God. How, how do you, if you're going to take the time to put dishes in a dishwasher, wh- why would you not take the one second to put, like, how do you think that the dishes are going to get clean? Like, do you think it's just magic water? Like, what? I'm very confused. I am struggling to figure out what you should do about it. Because you said you've left notes and they started doing a few things. You also said it's only been a week. Mm -hmm. So that gives me a little hope that it could get better because you said there's been some change already just in a short amount of time. I would hold, honestly, I would be that hoe and I would have a family like a an apartment meeting yes in like the living space and I would be like okay hey. let's talk about chores let's make a chore wheel <laughs> yeah literally make a fucking chore wheel that, or just like- wash your own dishes like as a, if everyone put their own dishes in the dishwasher and someone ran it every night or mm-hmm. Hey, let's flush the goddamn toilet. It takes about two seconds. Because like what what I do, I'm a very passive aggressive bitch and it's something I'm trying to work on. But the first thing that I do is I like I, I, I would text someone and then I would leave them a note, which are like not the best things to do. You should talk to them directly, you know, get your point across. But I'm the type of person and I don't like this about me, but it's something about me. That like I am the type of person that will be passive aggressive in the sense where I will do all of I will pick out my dishes in the sink and do mine and leave theirs like which is a bad thing. I should just do them all for the benefit of the household. But then you end up doing everyone's dishes all the time and they never learn like it's like teaching a fucking dog. Sounds like they've been living like that anyway, so it's they're not gonna. And and also, I would I would assume that they would be like they would pretend. They, I feel like they would if I was in that situation and I was a sloppy motherfucker, which I kind of am, but I'm like trying to work on it. Um, I would at least like be on top of my shit more the first couple weeks before I let them in on how I really am a fucking slob. Like, I feel like it's weird that they're like spreading it all out for you and being super fucking sloppy. Like as soon as you're there, they aren't like, you know, being, I feel like they would fake it for the first couple of weeks. So that's what I do. I like pretend that I'm neat for new roommates. Just, I want you know, to know like what it was like. I'm assuming you toured it. I want to know what it was like or like when you toured it. Yeah. Because like, I would be looking, looking for those things for sure. Not that it's your fault. Like they could have started that afterward. But I would be 
I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to know what it was like when you. I agree with Joe in the sense where you have to be the bitch. Like, and there's no shame in it. People might not like you, but you know what? You got to put your fucking foot down after a while and you need to, you know, gather a goddamn meeting and tell them like, if, you know, you guys can't remember to do your shit, we'll make a chore wheel. And then if it gets to the point, this is my petty ass saying it again. If it gets to the point where they aren't, they aren't doing their shit, then and, and you keep doing the dishes or whatever, then you should have to pay less for utilities if you're picking up shit that they aren't doing. Like, I I firmly believe that if, if everyone isn't picking up their fair share around the place, then there needs to be, like, money involved because it's not fucking worth it for you. Um, I would move out, probably, if or, I'm being yeah, honest. Like, out. unless you have a lease yeah. that's, like, you can't get out of or anything. I don't know. I do, I've never lived... I've never moved in with strangers. I know mm-hmm. Sam has. I have, yes. But I... Feel like I don't want to put up with that kind of bullshit, and I would f- look for somewhere else. <laughs> Not yeah. that you should. You should try a lot of things before that. But I feel like if nothing worked and I was like constantly living in filth, like that's not something that my mind is equipped to do. And I would have to find some other situation. Yeah, there's a line that's crossed. Yeah. So I would try talking to him first, like calmly. As someone who hates direct confrontation, this is a situation where sometimes you need to have direct confrontation and be like, hey, we need to have a sit down. You don't have to be mean about it, but you have to like be firm in the sense that like, I don't think this is okay. Like, we should all, like, pitch in more and, you know, flush the goddamn fucking toilet. God damn it. And it doesn't surprise me that this is happening in Washington State because everyone there is dirty hippies. So. I mean, you're not wrong, which is why I want to move there eventually. So. so, yeah, you stew in your own shit in the bathtub, though. That's true. That's true. That's where I live half the day. You, so. like, find macaroni balls in your bedroom. I mean, I, that hasn't happened for an entire year, <laughs> but it has happened. <laughs> it's like it's like a macaroni um it's like a macaroni picture that you make only it's just in a bowl cooked and molded cooked and molded yeah sure sure (laughs) i everyone listening should everyone that's the dishes everyone that's listening should thank god they don't live with me so i usually keep all my filth to my room though like and then i'll I'll hoard dishes and then i'll like i'll take them out every week and be like okay it's time that's why i like living like I've lived by myself because mm-hmm. when I've lived with other people, my place in San Francisco was disgusting. The mm-hmm. sink overflowed in a uh, full of shit into oh my. my bedroom and I never used the kitchen. Oh, my God. And that's what pissed me off so much is that it was their fault that my room was ruined. Ugh. And and they're, that's what's happening to you. Your life is being ruined because they're shit. They like to live in shit. So mm-hmm. have a sit down. Have a sit down or poison their food. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to sign off on that one. Mm, just have a sit down then. Um, good questions. Good questions. Good questions. Thank questions. you so much. Good luck. Good luck. Too. Good luck. Um, well, I guess it's going to be all for this week. But uh, next week we will have another bonus episode for the Patreon patrons. We will. And um, otherwise we'll be back next week too with just a regular old episode. Yep, that sounds good. Thank you guys so much. We'll see y'all next week. Bye guys. Bye guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show samandjoe.com. You can also support and help keep this podcast going by checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. We also have merch available. If you want a cup of fresh air mug, how to train your brain shirt and more, visit our spreadshirt at spreadshirt.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with your questions or comments or hit us up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alexander B. Allison B. Austin B. Ben B. David M. Devin D. Dylan M. Eric H. Feliciano D. Henrich B. Jack C. Jazza. Jonathan S. Joshua L. Julian S. Justin. Kevin V. Kylon C. Martin M. 
Nick I. Pablo F. Rebecca D. Zachary H. Vincent L. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you next week on... The The Show! Show.